Heroes in a half shell. Hateful Geeks. Welcome back to the new installment of the Hateful Geeks. I'm one of your many hosts, Phil. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy. And this is Tim. And with us this week is a, is a guest, uh, Ms., Ms., uh, Andy's pal, Keith. And uh, I do believe this week uh, we're going to be talking about Ninja Turtles. Turtle power. Really? Like, <laughs> how old am I? Like, nobody got, like, no, super got fucking it. psyched about yeah. turtles? I like turtles. I got you. I just turtle, don't, turtle, I, turtle. I, I just turtle. laugh. I'm sorry. Can you do Can you do the ninja rap, though? Oh, go ninja. Go <laughs> ninja. Go. Well, go. I'll, I'll give you a great story about that, too, later on, too. Sweet. Sweet. So, Keith, uh, you're a huge turtles fan, right? Yes. Yes. I I probably, uh, uh, long story short, my, my daughter's got some health difficulties, so I've sold a lot of my collection. But I had probably one of the biggest turtle collections around. You name it, I had it. Uh, I grew up in New Hampshire, and that's uh, where the turtles actually started. Uh, Eastman and Laird doing their self-publishing gig, uh, you know, did a kind of a, a gag, if you will. The, the first issue was was a spoof, wasn't meant to be what it ballooned into. So, <laughs> but uh, from the, the dawn of it all, I've been collecting and collecting, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, I've been a, a huge Turtles fan. I've got a few uh, scattered things here. We'll sit there and talk about and I'll show you and whatnot. But uh, yeah. To the point of almost uh, ridiculousness, uh, I had an entire room at one point which had nothing but turtle stuff. That's not ridiculous. It. That's awesome. That <laughs> I mean, like literally, I had uh, one. I had to get, you know, a townhouse, and one of the rooms was like, "This is for my turtle stuff." You know, <laughs> yeah, I think those, feels like every man in his life at some point wants to say, "This is my turtle room." Right. Like to have that ability, that's pretty fucking sick, man. Um, I'm, I'm excited, Keith, because I'm a huge Turtles fan. I've been a Turtles fan since like the first days of Eastman and Laird. So I'm, I'm having somebody to be able to talk to like all the different incarnations the Turtles have been through in their <laughs> illustrious career on this you planet. You can't see it right now, but he has a giant turtle boner. Yeah, I, I could see it. But um, oh. I also want to say, for those who don't remember, we had Keith on many episodes ago. Uh, it went over his own comics, um, and he's back again. So we really do appreciate you coming back because well, I'm glad to be back. the first episode with you. Um, so really highly excited to have you back and want to dive into the the sewers. <laughs> now let's <laughs> let's start surfing. let's start from from the current aspect, and then we'll jump to the back. Uh, we'll do a roundtable here. What what is your opinion of what is being force fed to us, turtle wise, currently? So for me, currently, I think it's garbage. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't understand the need for giant mutant turtles. I guess they are now. They're not, they were like always mutants, I guess. But are they're you like, talking they're like, the the movies? Yeah, the okay. Movies. Stuff? okay. There well, are like seven different turtle right. universes yeah, yeah, going on simultaneously right. right now. You be specific. So sorry, yeah. the Michael Bay, the Michael Bay, the Michael Bay okay. crap. That's so I don't mind how they look. I could give a shit about that. I don't care. I gave them lips. That's fine. They can they talk. Whatever. Don't care about it. But it's like you made them these giant. They're supposed to be ninjas, right? That was the whole premise. They're bulletproof ninjas. They're giant bulletproof. Yeah, they're the size of a Buick. You're you don't size, need well, to be a ninja if you're the size of a Buick. They were hit a right? hummer and it so destroyed why do you need to be a ninja? <laughs> right. Didn't didn't one of them like ass punch a tank and live? Well, he like got thrown into a, t a hummer a shell first and just completely like destroyed the hummer. Like flipped. It was it. like a cannonball yeah. hitting it. Yeah. Like point blank range. Like for me, like turtles were like now you know. I mean, not even the show. The, the first original movie is like you know one and two. Like here, um, what was the first one? Um, just Ninja Turtles. Just Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Secret yeah. of the Ooze. Secret of the two. Yeah. It's called eighty nine turtles okay. to try to differentiate. <laughs> so those those are my childhood. Like that's what I grew up with. Like I didn't have a lot of. I mean, I had the cartoon obviously, but um, that's what I loved. I liked I liked those 
those movies. I thought they were fun. I made, made the turtles fun. They didn't have to be gigantic. They weren't bulletproof. They actually were somewhat um, vulnerable to the actual foot. And this seems like the movies now seem like it's like these impenetrable giant mutant turtles that can just like run havoc, kind of like, you know, X-Men. Donatello, like as a nerd and the way Donatello is portrayed in the Michael Bay movies is borderline racist. I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> not all nerds have like glasses. Like it's nerd racist. Whatever it is to be racist. It's not racist. Nerds, but, okay. <laughs> it's species. It's speciesist. Like we don't but, all wear fucking thick glasses that are taped in the middle with a bunch of like metal gadgets on us and like, like I know computers just like being a nerd. These two. <laughs> so that's what I don't like I, I, about I, the Michael team. Bay movies also. Like I don't mind how they look. I didn't even care too much that they were giant. I thought it was a little absurd. I hate all the shit that they put on them, like bamboo vest and and just just shit on them. And you can and you Surfer know shorts. Like, yeah. Michelangelo wears like fucking surfing shorts. Oh, that's fine. It's Michelangelo. <laughs> I, I would like, believe the that. only reason you <laughs> did that was to differentiate to make new toys. That's why you did. But it. I don't have a lot of exposure to the new comics. Like I don't really. What about the old ones? Uh, I had the exposure to the black and white comics back in the day um, a little bit not much just kind of like the dive into it when I was a kid but that's about it like I, I like those I like the, how they were a little more violent they were a lot more um, edgy I thought than the kind of the kid friendly cartoons of my my early childhood we strike hard and fade away into the night <laughs> yeah I, I don't accept and or acknowledge any of the Michael Bay stuff at all. I, I hit a shutoff point. Yeah. Uh, with me in the Turtles, it was one of those things where quite literally the, the spirit of what the characters were all about just kind of got lost. Um, you know, yeah, they looked they looked like the Turtles, but they weren't the Turtles. They had no right. they, they were giants and there was, you know, the, the whole aspect of them being ninjas got lost and, and everything else. It wasn't something I just, eh, you know, whatever. I just kind of distanced myself from it. And even like the new cartoons um, mm-hmm. that have happened over the past couple of years to the current incarnation that's kind of happening now. I don't know, call me a jaded uh, purist or, or whatnot. But again, it's one of those things where I, I understand you you want to update things and, and uh, modernize it and, and kind of, you know, bring it up to speed with, with how things are now. But uh, again, I, I, it just doesn't really interest me. Sadly, uh, so the more I see it, the more I'm just like, Ugh. it's like another big sigh and another big sigh and another big sigh. Um, so I, it's almost like after the the Fox Kids '90s era mm-hmm. Turtles, I think that was literally the last big hurrah for me when it came to a mainstream uh, uh, version of the Turtles on on anything. After that, that was, was a dark of, time yeah, for the turtles. Are you, yeah, are you, are you talking the cartoon or the one with with Venus de Milo? No, 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 no. Yeah. Fox Fox Kids, like uh, the, mid to late nineties. The cartoon, oh, the cartoon. One I, okay, the no, one, oh, no, okay. no. I'm talking I, Venus. It took, me, it, took yeah, me, yeah. it took me a second to remember. Yeah. That, that iteration. That was also a dark time for the turtles. Oh. Venus de Milo. That yeah. was a weird <laughs> jump, I do believe, for, um, for turtles. Because the, they were trying oh. to cash in on, on Power Rangers. Yeah. And it was live action too in like the 89 and like Secrets of the Ooze just came out and they were really popular. Well, Paul Jenkins uh, did a a signing. He he works for Aftershock Comics, did tons of stuff for Marvel Comics for years and years, but he also worked for uh, Mirage back in the day. And we had uh, had him at uh, World's Greatest Comics and we were talking about Turtles stuff. And what I found very interesting is he handled a lot of the marketing and 
uh, developmental stuff, and he was he was involved with all of the stuff that was happening as the turtles exploded. So, like the secret of the ooze, that movie literally they vetoed everything. And uh, I, from what he was telling me, the reason why that movie happened, they did not agree. Like Eastman, Laird. Jenkins, all the people involved in Mirage Studios, they kept vetoing it and vetoing it. Well, the problem was is that they were like, okay, fine, you don't agree with it, screw you, we're still going to do it, which means <laughs> they still are going to do it if you want to fight us on it. From what Mr. Jenkins explained, it was you can fight us on it, it's going to cost you all this time and all this money in regards to legalities, and you know the film's still not going to get made, you're, you're going to lose even more money, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that entire movie was uh, against their wishes. And they always talk about how that movie literally, you know, came very close to tanking the entire Turtles franchise at the time. And, uh, but it was all against their wishes. They had no desire for that movie to be what it had, it was, you know, what it became. Everything from the whole vanilla ice nonsense on down the line. On down to Kevin would, Nash's super shredder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> would you say that Eastman and Laird were acting like, baby! <laughs> They're babies! God. See, now I feel bad because I was a kid and I love that movie. Like, yeah, no, yeah, that was better. Yeah. I was like, oh, actually, fun! Actually, I still love that movie. Oh, yeah, because it's like, who, yeah, exactly. Babies. Like, I mean, I mean, I, stop me, turtle. I, I, I have, I have the original three Ninja Turtle movies on DVD or on Blu-ray. Yeah. The third one, you can just Ninja Turtles out. three was like a a fuck you to fans of the comic. It's, it was like yeah. we're gonna I mean, introduce the it, time lamp, but we're not gonna do shit with it. I mean, it, 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 the only reason I have it is because it was in like a three DVD. Three like pack. Yeah, I was gonna say it's part of a three pack. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I have the original trilogy <laughs> and the. <laughs> Prequels of Star Wars. They oh, all yeah. came together. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it was uh, it was very eye opening because he also talked about how you know he was handed the phone and said, "Okay, here, talk to Burger King, and we're going to be working on toys and stuff." And here's you know Jenkins is like, "Okay," and we're you know, we're talking about toys for a Happy Meal or, or whatever you want to call the the kids meals that Burger King had, and they're throwing out numbers. And he's like, "You know, I was thinking about two or three and. I guess Paul's response was like two or three figures. Like I thought there were going to be like six figures in the line, and and they're like no, like two or three million. You know, like all of a sudden he's like, <laughs> what? He's like, it, it was a uh, a very strange uh, set of circumstances for a bunch of guys who, you know, it was a slow burn. You had this indie comic, and it did well, and it did a little better, and. It, it kept getting built upon itself. And then somebody came to them with some ideas about some other marketing ideas for toys and maybe we'll do a cartoon. And and, and it was something that, you know, they weren't really uh, even thinking that it was going to become the, the ridiculousness it was. Uh, Paul's, uh, the best story Paul told us is that when they had the premiere for the first Turtles movie, it was in Europe, and, and Paul Jenkins, uh, he's a Brit. And uh, so he goes back home, and he's all excited. And I guess all the turtle guys are walking the red carpet. And they, he said he's got, like, you know, all these guys have got, like, store-bought, like, you know, bosmic women with them and tight dresses because they're all, like, dorks, but they're like, hey, look at me, you know, they're walking down. So Paul decides he's going he's gonna to bring his nan so he brings his, his, his elderly grandmother, 
And she gets out, and I guess I can't even do it justice without the the real accent. But I guess you know she's getting out. And she's like, "Oh, hello, hello," you know, <laughs> just walking down the red carpet, people snapping pictures and whatnot. And uh, you know, it's just this amazing, crazy thing. And then I guess at the after party, uh, like Freddie Mercury was there, and he was all enamored by his nan, and was like, "Your nan is she's." Amazing. And then like the rest of Queen were there and Elton John and, and all these people. And they all just thought, I guess, Paul Jenkins Nan was just like the most amazing woman and she was just fabulous. <laughs> Until I guess one of the guys came up to him and said, you know, next time I do one of these, I'm gonna bring me mom. You know? <laughs> so so it, it was uh it was kind of funny just, you know, talking to him because you know, I was a 14, 15 year old kid in New Hampshire, you know, watching these guys sitting at a table and, you know, a uh, perfect example is this is a promo poster that they signed for me back in the day. So, uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that was uh, uh, when they teamed up with Cerebus. And what's funny is that was also a picture Dave Sim did of, uh, of Matisse, the unknown turtle. He drew a picture of that and signed it for me and whatnot. But, you know, it's just like a crazy little flyer thing. Like, hey, I'll sign this for you. I'll sign that for you. And, and they're like all the other regular comic book guys, you know. And then next thing you know, they're gajillionaires. And good, you know, <laughs> selling toys and this and everything else. And it went from a, a crazy little joke into a, a big, huge industry, you know. How, uh, how, much, how much do you think that they're worth? Ballpark figure. Like, how much do you think the Ninja Turtles, like, rights cost right now? Well, see, that's the thing. They sold... Uh, Kevin Eastman sold his controlling shares to Peter Laird years ago, and he used that money to buy Heavy Metal Magazine. So Kevin, Kevin Eastman, uh, he, he controls and publishes Heavy Metal Magazine. Um, and he is... Kevin currently is the writer... And of the uh, IDW published Ninja Turtle comics, the current the current incarnation that's been happening for some time now. It is so good. Yeah, it is very good. Uh, Peter, who had the rights for years, um, when he sold the rights to Nickelodeon, part of the contractual agreement was that he could continue to do TMNT, which is basically Ninja Turtles Volume Four. Um, he can continue that storyline and still publish that at his leisure, uh, which he does from time to time. He puts out a book. Uh, the book is is crazy because the characters are all in different directions and it's in the middle of a huge storyline and it's been kind of hanging there for years. But he can finish it if he chooses. But uh, Lord knows what he sold because when he sold it off to Nickelodeon, you know, it was lock, stock and barrel. That was they. They have it. They, so you know that's that is it. Uh, I don't even know, technically speaking, if what their royalty deal is or what they might still get out of it as creators or what. But you know, you figure for them to sign everything off to Nickelodeon, you're you're talking millions and millions easily. Easily, you sold you know? the Star Wars franchise. Maybe not quite the Star Wars franchise, yeah. but you sold like... Oh, it's, it was up there. Is there yeah. any... Have you? Okay, real talk. Has anyone in that room ever met anyone who hadn't heard of the Ninja Turtles? No, everyone yeah, has. Everybody has. It's a household name. Yeah. I mean, let's be honest. This is a franchise that has spoken to young men. I guess it's probably some young women, but this is a... This is bro. Like, the Ninja Turtles are bros. <laughs> 
Like, I mean, it's about family. It's about, you know, striking from the shadows. It's about, like, turmoil and growing up and, you know, fucking throwing guys off of rooftops. It's a great fucking story. <laughs> which, make, which makes me curious. Like, so you say it was started on a joke, right? It was kind of like a throwaway, mm-hmm. like an idea. Did you ever get that story? Like, what, what started it with them? Well, I mean, it, it's it's been told a bunch of times in interviews and everything else. I mean, it's, it's pretty cut and dry. The... Uh, in Dover, New Hampshire, Pete had a place with uh, a lady who would eventually become his wife. Kevin was renting a room from him. It was called Mirage Studios because it was a joke. Uh, the end joke was it was a, a mirage. They each had two art tables, I guess, next to each other. And they were, you know, drawing stuff and you know, working in the indie comics thing. They had their own, you know, day jobs or whatever. But it was everything that was, you know, big in comics at the time. You know, the Teen Titans, Frank Miller's you know, Daredevil run, you know, the, the X-Men. So your teenage, your mutants, your ninjas, your turtles. It was a, you know, a quick sketch gag of a, of a ninja turtle that, you know, it's like, hey, check this out. And then they thought it was funny and did it and whatever. But even, the, you know, the first, the first issue, that's, it wasn't really meant to be a series. It was, a, like, hell, they killed Shredder at the end, supposedly. <laughs> You know, the, uh, the radioactive isotope that, uh, that turned them into the turtles was clearly the daredevil, you right. know, origin. And you can see where they, you know, they took all that kind of stuff, but it was just all a gag. That's awesome. You know, it was, the foot instead of the yeah, hand. Yeah, it was the foot, yeah, foot instead foot of the hand. hand, exactly, you know. I kind of want to make a joke and didn't make billions off of it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny I, enough, you might make like a couple bucks. I think, yeah, I think I remember maybe like five or six years ago reading that that original sketch that you mentioned like was like on auction and sold for like hundred thousand dollars. Oh yeah, like yeah, I believe it. Yeah, you can sell classical art for you know hundred thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. Well, poor, <laughs> poor Kevin's been through, I believe, three divorces. Uh, so uh, I'm willing to bet a lot. <laughs> As somebody who's gone through two divorces himself, yeah, that's no um, yeah it, it's kind of a, a understanding that yeah, there's probably a bunch of stuff that's kind of gone out that way, right. etc. Absolutely. Right. But huh? Real talk. <laughs> Everybody has a spirit turtle. Who's your spirit turtle, Keith? Oh, Leonardo. <laughs> Uh, Leonardo. Oh. I've always been a Leo fan. Don't uh, fucking nod, Andy. Sorry, I'm sorry to interrupt you. And, in fact, here, yeah, here's my uh, original Leo Still on the card. Still card is so. I'm, I'm, all, I'm almost positive. Like I have that, or I had that toy as a kid. Oh yeah. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure. So, I know I had that. That's yeah, where my, my love for the turtle started. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't read the comics. I started with like the '89. Uh, 90, like the, the Ninja Turtle cartoon. Yeah. My mom. No, 83 was the cartoon. Was it that early? No, it wasn't that early. No, it, no, was it wasn't that early. Was like 80, 84 is when the Turtles started. The yeah. cartoon itself uh, it was like 80, 80, 80, 87 or 88. 87, 88. Yeah. Right, yeah. 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 So <laughs> yeah, I, I started watching yeah. that, and my mom's best friend at the time, she worked at a local mall in JCPenney, and she worked in the young men's department. And I go in one day, and they have a big, giant cardboard standee of all four turtles with, like, the, the sewer lid up, and they're all posed, and it says TMNT. They had it in their clothing area to advertise that. And I just stood there the entire time while my mom went and did her shopping. I was just in awe. And 
a week, two weeks later, uh, her friend comes over and brings the standee in for me. And to this day, I regret what I did as a child. I was probably around sixth grade at that time, and I got my first BB gun, and I Jesus lit Christ. that thing up. <laughs> I kind of in my room. strike him. <laughs> I, I, have, I have no respect for that. <laughs> I was going to say. You know what? No, that yeah. actually sums up Andy pretty yeah. perfectly now. That you're about. you're a real cool bastard. So that's your spirit animal. <laughs> you're a real bastard. Yeah. I have this really awesome thing, but fuck it, shoot it. I, I, wish, I, I wish I had. I used to have the, um, you know, those little air guns? Not like not like the air guns now, but like they shot the discs with yeah. the foam mm. discs or whatever. I had like the pizza shooter. So I'd like, always like line up like G.I. Yeah. Joe's, like shooting out with the pizza shooter. <laughs> did you have the pizza shooter gun or did you have like the, so the, the vehicle, vehicle that shot? Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, was, yeah. I also had the disc shooter. Like yeah. I actually shot yep. hard discs was yeah. for a child. It's like, why would you keep your child? Yeah, not, those hurt <laughs> actually because they were right. plastic, like plastic pizzas. pizzas. Yeah. Because I used to well, uh, aim them at my roommate's cat. has special memories for me, Sweeney. Yeah. So, when I was a child, I uh, I had a really bad flu. I had like a hundred and four temperature. I was like on my way to like Splitsville, and my mom had me like bedridden for like a week and a half. And when I started feeling better, she got me the Ninja Turtle Pizza Shooter vehicle. Nice. It is one of the most fun childhood toys I think any of us could have possibly oh, had. Yeah. And it annoyed the shit out of our family because they left the pizzas all over the floor. Yeah. <laughs> my mom like, right. where did all these discs come from? Like it's mine. <laughs> So you're Leonardo. That that's pretty cool. Leader of the pack, you know, uh, uh, rat's pet, if you will. Like you know, his daddy's. He's definitely daddy's boy, right, Andy? <laughs> Leo, I liked Leo more. Su- I, I liked katanas. I was yeah, like, he gets yeah. to have yeah, not just one. He gets two fucking katanas. Like other dude gets a, a wooden stick. Another <laughs> one gets little wooden sticks on chains. Hey, hey, hey. Another guy gets a pokey, little metal pokey thing. Fuck you, the size <laughs> is Sign. both a defensive yeah. and an amazing offensive Size are the, the actual counter to a katana. I know. So. Yes, sir. But as a kid, like looking at that, oh, yeah. it's like two well, swords. Well, I mean, yes. for me, as Michelangelo, hey, name, say, Michael, Michelangelo. Yeah. I was like, yeah, and he's goofy. I love that. I know, like he was goofy as shit, but still kicked ass. Like it was like he didn't take himself too seriously. Everyone kind of picked on him, but he was just like, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Sweeney's totally a Mikey. Yes, one hundred percent Mikey. Tim, you're a Splinter. <laughs> as as a kid, I was definitely Michelangelo, but as I grow older and more cynical, I'm de- I'm definitely Raphael now. Now that no. I think about it. But, no, sir. You couldn't. Po- okay, so okay. Um, <laughs> I got into an argument with my wife about how Ninja Turtles is the... Okay, so Sex in the City is Ninja Turtles for girls. <laughs> <laughs> so in every group of friends, there's four people typically. It's a fairly even number. Uh, three is a crowd and four is just a party. So but April's in every Mr. group Big. of four right. people <laughs> of right. friends, there's so, always one person who fits every behavioral so, yeah, archetype so, of the Ninja so Turtles. So someone's always a Miranda or a Charlotte or a... Carrie, I don't know the other two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like a group of four and a group of guys is the same yeah. thing. Everybody's a turtle. It, it is what it is. Andy's, sure, Andy gets to be Leo. Uh, Tim, you strike me as a Donnie, bro. I mean, probably, yeah. <laughs> I. You're a Donnie, bro. I'm a Donnie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> He's definitely a Mikey because he likes to get his fucking party on. But I'm the one with the temper. I'm Raph. You don't get to be Raph. You're you're done. <laughs> no, no, I don't mean like I, know, I don't Tim mean has a temper too. So yeah, I do like get a, I do get a temper. Like I had to stop myself from calling someone stupid in an email at work today. Um, <laughs> I just had to go buy another PlayStation controller. <laughs> 
But no, I meant like I meant I meant Raphael more like the cynical part, not like the anger part. Yeah, so you're talking '88 Raph more than Mirage Raph. Yeah, probably. yeah, probably. See, I yeah. aspire to be a Leonardo, but I guess in, in my heart I'm pretty much a Casey Jones. <laughs> right, that's awesome. <laughs> I, I want to think like I'm listening to my father, and I, I'm I'm you know learning and becoming smarter and wiser, and and I'm able to lead and direct you know all these people who are with me in this common goal, et cetera, et cetera. But in reality, all I really want to do is drink paps and run around and hit things. Yeah. Um, you know, crying, you scum sucking pukes. Yeah. Right. And this is a penalty. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I love that's so where I'm is, at, you know? He's probably one of the most fun characters, I would say. Just I think Casey's more relatable. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he's a, he's a human, so. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he's that, too. So, so, Keith, you said you kind of stopped, like, show-wise around, like, Fox Kids era, like, of, of Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I mean, in accordance to, um, you know, cartoons and movies and all that kind of stuff, I, I was done. Uh, I was, you know, getting the, the comics, the IDW stuff, when Kevin Eastman relaunched it, uh, which I... I really liked if anyone isn't following the current turtle stuff i do find it kind of funny that uh at the comic shop at world's greatest uh the turtles are a mature comic they are listed as mature so they are like there's a mature section that we have kind of keeping at you know tabs on things so like kids technically can't read the turtles so they can but it's not something we recommend um because the violence is there and, and everything else that's it's how it's written uh I did like when they reintroduced the Turtles and relaunched the Turtles, Kevin Eastman's idea of utilizing uh, uh, mysticism and stating that the Turtles were the reincarnation. They were really brothers. They were, they were reincarnated, and Splinter really was their father, and it was all uh, an aspect of that. Somebody who dabbles in, uh, in uh, Buddhism, uh, I found it very interesting. And how they've gone with the series, and now they're you know they're way up there. It's been going on for years and years and years. Uh, it's it's become one of those things where you say to yourself, "All right, uh, here's this guy who created this thing, co-created it, and he gets brought back into the fold, and he was able to do something uh, a little out of the norm. It wasn't just a rehash. And uh, you know, it's definitely if somebody likes the turtles and wants to read the current stuff. Uh, is worth getting the trades. If you try and find the back issues, they can get a little pricey here and there, like anything else. But uh, I, I highly recommend them. Uh, but I can't, I can't handle any of the the bay, big mainstream movie stuff. Uh, I'm not a fan of the computer generated cartoons that have happened recently. They kind of bug me, uh, give me kind of a headache. Uh, hmm. So it's it's kind of sad. But like that was literally my. I think the last thing I watched was the um, they did that Turtles movie, which was uh, literally it was like every incarnation of the Turtles was yeah. in it. Oh uh, yeah, I remember. But yeah, you know, I and uh, I think that's probably the last you know thing I watched. It's called Turtles Forever. There you go. Yeah. yeah so, <laughs> but yeah. other than that, eh, uh, everything else. The four brothers reincarnate is much more believable than a rat mimicking his master. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You know, it's kind of a cool concept because they start off as just animals, and they but they all have like that spiritual bond. Right. And Keith's right, the mysticism and like it keeps them more grounded in like ninjutsu and like the current place where like Splinter is and where the turtles are and their development into the comic right now is incredibly uh, unique. It's like a story I don't think they've actually kind of told before. Um, Grand, I mean, there's still triceratons, so what are you going to do? <laughs> Tur- turtles, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't think Secret of the Ooze was that bad, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, no, I love Secret of the Ooze. I, kind of, I feel bad for liking I, it now, but I still I, like it. I, I still have the VHS copy of well, it. Well, think, think of it from this perspective, too, is that, you know, the, the first movie, which, you know, it still holds up. It, it's dated, but it still holds up. It, it is it is a very pure representation of of the turtle's origin and, and everything else. It, so when the second one came around, I think they were very adamant that they, they didn't mind necessarily that there was going to be a kid's aspect of it, but they didn't want it to be a joke. And I, I think uh, because a lot of people who are younger, who grew up with it, uh, they didn't see it as a joke. It was entertaining and, and funny and everything else. But Eastman and Laird were sitting on there going, no, this isn't what, this isn't what we, we had envisioned. Um, so it, it's kind of a give or take. I, I talk to a lot of people who, like you guys, uh, have you know fond memories of it mm-hmm, and everything yeah. else. Uh, Jenkins told me uh, horror stories about uh, uh, Vanilla Ice's tenure on the set. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess when he was on his way there, everybody, all the interns and girls and everybody was like, oh, Vanilla Ice, oh my God, oh sweet, this is so neat, oh my God. And then he was a colossal jackass. I can see that. I guess he, like, <laughs> he he was like, you know, driving around in like the, the golf cart thing and driving it into stuff and messing up stuff and, you know, being a prima donna and he wouldn't, he, he, he would miss his marks and he was eating up tons of time and he was just, he treated people like garbage and, you know, by the end of it, everybody was like, please get this mother. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, vanilla ice at the height of his asshole. Or yeah, you know. In, in, in yeah. 1991? Yeah. 1991. Thanks, old man. I heard that his vanilla ice's bodyguards got into a fight with the guys in the turtle costumes. I believe it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, Paul didn't tell me that, but I could see that happening. But from what he said, because he was telling me, you know, uh, regaling us with stories and just, yeah, by the end of it, they just wanted that guy to be gone like oh my right. god what the what the hell is I mean, this I, I mean to be fair I think in 1992 everyone wanted vanilla <laughs> but go ninja go ninja go yeah. oh I still play at the bar I don't get I don't I mean, my, my copy I had the DHS I, copy yeah I, kid, I still obviously. do um I, I played this VHS so much that the plastic cover for like where the actual film was broke right. off so I it still worked I had to like Finagle it in and right. like make sure it didn't get caught on anything. Mm. Like I, I watched that thing out. Um, like I, yeah, I, I still have all three Ninja Turtle movies on VHS. I even have, for whatever reason, in the '90s when when um, pop culture stuff went on like concert tour. There was the Ninja Turtles go- coming out of their shell tours, yeah. oh, and Christ. I went there, and I still have the VHS of that. <laughs> like I was a huge Ninja Turtles kid. Like I had, I had um, a bedspread of Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. I had all the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, I had. Well, I mean, now I have the whole DVD collection of the cartoon. Um, I had uh, the um, arcade game. I had the Nintendo mm-hmm. port of it. 
did you have the, like, the I had like the sewer tower. I don't remember what it was called, but it was like it had like the level, like the street level, then it had like their layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I still actually have. I didn't have the. I didn't have the <laughs> Technodrome. I didn't have the. I didn't have the uh, the the sewer playset, um, but I did have the. I did have the car, and I did have the Technodrome. Um, <clears throat> we were my, secret Ninja Turtle Bros, man. Yeah, me yeah. and I never knew. Oh yeah, like I. I, I mean, I just grew out of not to interrupt you I'm sorry I just, I just like grew out of it after a, a period of time where like I, I I like it and I appreciate it but I'm not super big on it as I was as a kid I mean we were me and my, my, my stepbrother were so engulfed Ninja Turtles that our grandmother at the time made us custom made full suit turtle suits like they had yeah. the big heads mm-hmm. and everything yep. like she made this by hand <clears throat> we wore around the house all the damn time I, over Halloween like it was like the best thing ever I, I, I remember because I remember seeing photos of it like a couple years ago but I had Michelangelo like um, when I was three years old just like pajama pajama outfit oh yeah Michael, yeah like I mean I had the one with Batman that had the actual cape yeah I mean the I probably had I think I had the Superman <laughs> I had the I, Superman one with yeah. the Velcro yeah. cape um, but yeah it had like the like the tie with like an M on it yeah um, I'm trying to think what else I had. Um, Turtles in Time on Super Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Manhattan I, was it Manhattan Mayhem for the Game Boy? Uh, yeah. There, the, the, the first Turtles game was the NES one where mm-hmm. when you remember yeah. the bomb level underwater. Uh, yeah, yeah I, that's why I, I had that one. I love and hate that game. <laughs> then the arcade <laughs> port came out where uh, the arcade where you had all four yep. spots. Yeah, one was, was where you played your turtle. Yeah, because yeah. it was because it was technically like Turtles Two, the arcade game, and I remember. Just as a kid, just so we could all play it just for fun, we'd always put the game Genie Infinite Lives just for fun and just play through it. I mean, have you guys ever bumped into um, 16-bit or uh, oh, yeah. level yeah. one? Level one, yep. Yeah. Yep, you can hit up the Ninja Turtle arcade game right yeah, there and they have, hit your I, infinite lives and actually yeah, beat it for once. Right yeah. now, I think level one has Turtles in Time in instead of the original arcade. The last time we were there, yeah. actually, we played. We, turtle, yeah. we, we just played through Turtles in yeah, Time. Yeah, we, we beat it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And my thumb hurt for like the next two days. <laughs> where you fight Toka and Razar on a pirate ship. Yeah, yeah. yep. Crazy, crazy <laughs> shit, man. <laughs> Ninja Turtles and video games have had like a love-hate relationship through the years. There have been some stinkers too. But I think the last good one I played was Out of the Shadows, which was like a DLC for PS3. Hmm. Uh, I think I played that, and I I think I actually bought that because there was like a code for it that you could play Turtles, the arcade game, on on it. I might I might have the wrong game though. That's the case. I, I need to go get PS3. my PS3. Yeah, I'd have to. I'd have to go. I have to look it up. But yeah, I'm just like, oh, turtle. I can play turtles on the PS3. Yep. I'm gonna buy this game because <laughs> I think you had to play it and like beat it through like all all three or four difficulties to unlock it. I mean, it was a fun game. I mean, you leveled up your turtle. I mean, we're getting off topic. For those <laughs> yeah. Really, we're talking but, about turtles. Right? Uh, it's I mean, all like, turtles. Like, like Keith's right. Like a lot of the um, the Nickelodeon shit that's currently like the the CG turtles. Like that's kind of like the mainstream turtle cartoon right now. Yeah. It's like Is it the, focused on at least. Yeah. It's getting a new incarnation, which Andy's mentioned. I was going to say, like, I I think that that one's ending with an, and a new one's coming out. Yeah. So the, the the Nickelodeon one, I. I liked it. I think I liked it more because my son was watching it, and it's been out for a few years now, right? I think he was—he's twelve now. It was—he was probably eight-ish. Yeah, I mean, I think it's run like four. And or five he was seasons. loving it, and he wanted the toys, and I was like, "Yes!" So I went out <laughs> right. and I bought him every single toy that I could for Christmas, and I sat there and watched him, and I was like. I did that. I did that. <laughs> I opened that. But then you're like, no, don't open that. Stop it. No, no. 
Yeah, so I like that. Whatever they're making now, I've only seen the character designs of it, and I'm That's like, all anyone's seen. Nope. Yeah, it's nope. I mean, because I, I well, I think each turtle's a different species of turtle, right? Raphael yeah. looks like a Buick. Like he he looks like the Incredible Hulk with <laughs> right. a giant instead of a the eye covering bandana, it's like the do rag that comes down yeah. over his eyes. It it's it's like uh, fucking Michael Bay's turtles like unconsensually yeah. had sex with Samurai Jack. <laughs> yeah. It was like the demonic hybrid and, spawn that and, it produced. And Ralph uh, uh, Ralph Ralph, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph is the leader. <laughs> the dog. Ralph yeah, Ralph is the leader. Instead of Leonardo, I think. And then they're not doing Shredder, and it's a new villain voice by John Cena. I yeah, think. I saw the, I saw the John <laughs> Cena bit, and I just was like, uh. So cool. Turtles to, had go, like. Go back to auditioning for Blues Clues, John Cena. Yeah. Which actually, so Turtles had. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> so, like Andy said, sucks. the Nickelodeon cartoon that's out right now actually isn't that shitty. It's. it's and it's got a good voice cast because like Jason Biggs, Sean, Sean Astin. Astin, yeah, yeah, uh, Andy's favorite person ever. Uh, fucking god damn it, the guy from Robot Chicken, Seth Green, Seth Green, Seth Green. Seth Green. Seth One Green. of these turtles is Corey Feldman. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which turtle is Reganomics? <laughs> <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> It makes me want to watch Turtles forever. Again. That's what right. we said about chicken. They did that scene. Yeah, it was Reaganomics. <laughs> I think that was Corey Feldman. It was. Yeah. <laughs> Corey Feldman does the voice for Slash in the current Nickelodeon uh, comic, uh, cartoon. Slash? Really? Yeah, Slash. Yeah. The, uh, he was Raphael's really? pet snapping turtle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. And, and he's got a black headband yeah. and an S on his belt. It's kind of weird that a turtle has you wouldn't a pet know turtle. otherwise. <laughs> he's also fucking we have huge. Pet humans? It's, like, it's like we have like a yeah. That's got a like slavery. a spiked shell and crazy spiked gauntlets and the whole nine yards. Wasn't there spiked already? It's, it's just Mason shit. So, yeah. so Slash is just Snowball from Rick and Morty. <laughs> <laughs> Far off. God damn! God hearing him, damn. hearing him and Sean Astin like throwback like shit that was kind of cool. Like you know, listening to the show, but this this is a little bit more true to like the Mirage Turtles in some aspects. But it's like pulling back from '88 Turtles. It's not quite corning out there. And there's like a family dichotomy, and they explore that, especially like Leo and Splinter's relationship. So, I mean, it's actually a pretty like I, th I think a valuable part of the. Uh, the turtles mythos, but what we're coming, what's on the horizon right now, is like I'm. It's like watching a fucking meteor like come at us, and we can't get out of the way. It looks. <laughs> oh, we can't. Just don't watch it. it. Yeah, <laughs> like I said, I'm just sidestepping. Like, and and then is April O'Neil in it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of April O'Neil, did you anybody see the back in the day when they were the turtles were on Oprah? No. Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> only because I saw someone post it. And I was okay. like, this, di this didn't you, happen. If you want to watch something so uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. I See, I watched it when it first aired. Oh, yeah. Okay, see, I did. And this is during the horrible Venus era, too, yeah, mind yeah. you. And uh, yeah, so the Turtles were on Oprah. And as as the turtles, <laughs> and, and and with the April O'Neil actress and the whole nine yards, and if you really want to destroy your childhood, yeah. and, and you really want to feel really uncomfortable, um, uh, watch it. It, yeah, it nope. is. 
It's, it's how do you how do you describe just how mind-blowingly uncomfortable it is? The I think is it Oprah, more Oprah's trying to carry on like a legitimate dialogue for the car. What's that? I said, is it more uncomfortable than the episode of Seinfeld where they're stuck in a car garage and they can't find their car for the entire episode? <laughs> that episode's hysterical. Yeah. That episode gives me anxiety. Oh, <laughs> now, this is, trust it's me, you watch Sunny gives you anxiety, and that's like the funniest show ever. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> people this will give prison. you anxiety. It, it will give you anxiety because it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. Because, like Keith said, like she's trying to carry on the segment, and whoever the actors are are just like not really happy. They're going it. off script. Yeah, they go off are script. they internal? Oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know yeah. it was like, it is, yeah, it is, yeah. It is animation, legit, it is blue legit screen. the April O'Neil actress, and then from the first movie. Uh, I can't mm, remember. Well, I like I said, it was around the Venus the Milo the Venus, nonsense yeah. era. So and, whoever the actress was at the time, but and then just they come out like like Dude, in, in character, yeah, all totally in character, and she's trying to interview them, and they're saying all these things and going off script, and then they're making she makes the uh, Oprah makes the very very wrong kind of dialogue direction of um, amorous intentions towards April and then them saying how she could hold her breath a really long time. <laughs> and there's some innuendo stuff in there and they keep cutting the kids who are just like mortified and parents who are mortified. It's on YouTube. Yeah, it's, yeah because oh, about, about, <laughs> about, about a year ago, someone told me about this and I had no idea it existed. I'm just like, this this isn't true. Yeah. And I watched it and I'm just like, this didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just like, mm, like, oh, bestiality mm. on Oprah, fantastic. Yeah, it's, <laughs> this yeah. sounds amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember watching because I was, you know, being such the turtle dork. I was like, ah, you know, the, the turtles are gonna be on Oprah. This is ridiculous. I've got to see this, and I was just staring in disbelief, it's like, so bad. What the hell is going on? And like, yeah, um, I'm gonna look that up. It's yeah, more, and like, even <laughs> Oprah, definitely. But, even Oprah looks like visibly. Yeah, she's. <laughs> please don't, please don't search. Turtle bestiality with Oprah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. Just, just, I think if you just do TMNT Oprah, you're going to be good in that Google yeah, search that's a, that's bar. A, I mean, even <laughs> like like uh, he said on YouTube, like you just put TMNT Oprah and it's that'll be the first thing that comes yeah. up. Probably the second thing will be coming out of the yeah, show. If it comes up as Teenage Mutant Nympho Turtles, don't watch that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, no. 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 I, I made that mistake. <laughs> Yeah, you'll what be. Andy, what are you? What you googling? Like, what, what is this? What is this? Andy's, Andy's, Andy's got his dick out already. <laughs> Jesus, it's worth a Google. Gross. You had yeah. nympho. Uh, that was the third uh, word. Uh, <laughs> Pay the first two. Yeah, if you put a, if you put in TMNT Oprah, it is the first thing that comes up. There you go. Yeah, and she has there's, a dis- very very distraught look on her face. Oh my god, that is a great caption. Like that doesn't tell you. She's like, oh no. <laughs> and yeah, there's a long version. There's a short yeah. version. There's a long version. And yeah. it, oh, it is mm. the coming. It's coming out of their shells mm-hmm. tour. They're on there promoting the coming out of their <laughs> shells <laughs> tour. <laughs> They're because, coming, all right. Because they oh, are the, because they are in their like rock outfits with like the jean jackets. Yes. And the, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So. There I'm gonna go. watch this after we're done recording. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it while we're recording. You guys just have a conversation. <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, Everything, everything on the internet ruins childhoods. Oh wait, this was before the internet. <laughs> Is that why it got awkward? 
Uh, did they say yeah, they, they, that's right. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. I didn't really want to say that on this. So I just leave it at that. Oh, you could say it a spoiler. No. Oh yeah, we we fucking curse all the um, time. No, no. We can't say uh, well, no. well, they they say on Oprah they say the N word. No, 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 no. It's no. It, the turtles did. Yeah. No. That's the big. Come on. Yeah. One of the things <laughs> that slipped in there. Why? <laughs> Why? Watch it. It's, it's crazy. Can we edit what, that out of the episode? Yeah. No. But we didn't say anything. That's why I was it's trying to say. Still is always paranoid. Like, oh, Jesus. Yeah. It's disappointing. It's just fucking turtles. Like, like now, like I feel like the last hour is now a lie. Watch how it's ruined forever. Now, well, yeah. I, spoiler warning. We can take it out. I yeah. Can say go. the word. Yeah, you can just say that. No, I don't care. I'm just fucking with you. Stop, 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 stop talking about taking out the episode. Damn it. <laughs> let, them, let, them, let them find out themselves. That way it's That's true. Man. <laughs> <laughs> let them found, find out for themselves. No, the right me, yeah. You want to go down that rabbit hole? You go right ahead, Alice. There you go. <laughs> Good Oprah. luck. Poor Oprah. <laughs> Poor Oprah. Having to deal with those rascal turtles and they're terrible. Uh, she's a bit of a He's all in his turtles PJs, right. watching the show off site. See what's going on? Crying. No. He wasn't uh, allowed okay. to go that uh, day. So, Keith, uh, of all, I mean, so pre Fox Kids, what is your favorite incarnation of the turtles and why? All right. Well, I mean, the, the original incarnation. I mean, the. So the yeah. Um, I got those books, uh, you know, they're magazine size, they're self-published. Uh, I have a very, very much an, a kinship to it myself as somebody who's been doing my own comics for years and years and years. Uh, the fact that these guys kind of just did their own thing. Uh, first issue was 3,000 copies. They got a loan from a family member to help them, uh, you know, fund it. Uh, it sold out within about 30 days, that first 3,000 copy uh, print run. You know, went into a second and third printing and realized, wow, this is something we, I guess we should do something with. And then hence it, it kind of turned into what it became uh, with the second issue and then the third uh, and then the fourth. The fourth issue is the last issue that they did magazine size. Uh, issue five, they went to comic book size. Um, something that I just always found very uh, gratifying that these guys said, you know what, we're going to do something a really off the wall because after the first issue they could have said okay we're going to do comic book size you know so it fits better on the shelves and everything else and it was so punk rock they're like screw you we're going to do that <laughs> no we want, I want to do it this way and just the fact that they kind of just did their own thing um, and also uh, uh, 84 to 88 Turtles uh, was as punk rock as it could get for me uh, in regards to comic books. It wasn't cool uh, to like comic books in the early 80s. Uh, in high school, I wear superhero t-shirts and get shit. My high school existence was like a John Hughes uh, movie, uh, right down to the the clicks and the cliches and football players beating the shit out of me and the whole fucking Um But it was like, that was my thing. I loved comics and I, I loved the Ramones. Uh, I, I loved... A lot of things that just weren't necessarily cool or hip like everybody else was into at the time. And and I wore it like a like a badge. Uh, this was my thing. And Kevin Eastman would write, you know, and draw in the backgrounds on the, the walls and the cities. You'd see like Metallica and all these bands that I dug at the time that he would put in as graffiti. 
uh, bands like Anthrax were doing, uh, you know, they did a song about Judge Dredd. Uh, you know, and and again, this it wasn't hip to like comics in the mid '80s. This is before how things are now. If you wore a superhero T-shirt, you got it at a comic book store. You didn't get it at a Walmart, a Target, a Kohl's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. You know, that's where you got it. And you know, it, it was funny uh, talking. You know, my <laughs> Jeff, the my boss over at World's Greatest, he's like, you know, I, I date a girl and. I'd go over a couple of dates before I told them I read comic books. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, if you felt comfortable, you might kind of let them in. Um, but that's how it was with, with the Turtles, is that they were like DIY rock and roll bands and everything else. They were going against the grain, and they were taking all these things that inspired them, and they just put it out there. It was a, you know, very much a DIY mentality that flourished and grew over the years, and it was something that I saw... Uh, firsthand in the 90s uh, as I progressed and did my own comics and even had my own shop and, uh, you know, watching bands themselves doing that same thing of, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to wait for somebody else to tell me that I'm good enough. I'm just going to do it and get it out there and, you know, and, and watch as a community grows around you. Uh, I mean, let's face it, who thought this would be a thing? You know, and that's why I love the Turtles. It, it was such a nod to that uh, DIY punk rock aspect of just doing it. I'm just going to get out there and do it and throw it out there, see what sticks, see what people says. And if they don't like it, well, if I like it, that's all that really matters. And like I said, they four issues, magazine size with comic retailers bitching about the space it was going to take up on their, uh, on their shelves. And they didn't care. And then, you know, eventually they went to comic size, mind you, but... Hell, four issues in, four plus years worth of books and a Fugitoid and the Raphael one shot that was magazine sized as well, which is the first appearance of Casey Jones. Uh, you know, that that's my that's my turtles. Uh, I always tell people it's kind of like come, I think issue 12 of the series when they they really kind of roll, started rolling in the money and gave the book to other people to do. And they stopped you know, collectively Eastman and Laird doing doing it is when I think it kind of lost a lot of a lot of that magic. I still loved it and I loved the product and still followed it, but you know, that was the golden era. That's my era, you know. Maroon bandanas, no red, no blue, no yellow, et cetera, et cetera. They killed people. They they stabbed, they slashed, they wasn't fighting just robots and whatnot. And you know, <laughs> yeah, it was a, you, yeah, you know, so you know it, it was killed a reader base. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna so, say I did not know the first print was only three thousand copies because mm -hmm. shopping and looking and seeing auctions going on, I always see third print. Third mm -hmm. print is pretty much what's prevalent out there, so it makes you think how many of those 3,000 are actually left in existence? There's, uh, I mean, I've seen enough of them in my time. I had one, mind you, and sold it for 300 and something bucks years and years ago. But now they sell for, you know, thousands and thousands, especially if you get a CGC copy of it or whatnot. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, I'm the guy who, you know, I've owned every key Marvel book with the exception of Amazing Fantasy 15. Shut up. Um, we've had this discussion. <laughs> we know where you live, um, At least Keith. once, you know. Yeah. But, uh, but, yeah, like I said, there's only 3,000. And it was a joke. Who thought it was going to, like anything else, who thought it was going to be in anything? 
you know, so, and it was something that was red and, you know, I'm sitting there smoking pot and drinking beers and like, you know, isn't this cool? I imagine imagine it might be like a little easier to get because it blew up. Uh, uh, blew up as quick as it did. Not not easier, but more common than you think. I was gonna say even third prints right now go for over a hundred. I, I mean, I was like, oh, I don't want a third. I want well, that first what, print. What I meant Never is mind. It, I can't it, afford the first print. Yeah. <laughs> what I meant is that like it blew up so so quickly. Yeah. That people realized the rarity be quicker than like I don't know Detective Twenty Seven or yeah. Action Comics yeah. One or something. Yeah, they're you know. They're out there, but like anything else, I think it's more a factor too of uh, you know what, how the, many of the them condition are out there yeah. available for sale. Right. <laughs> well, you still find like three thousand of them. Yeah. You saw like the first pairs of Hulk. It was like in like two grade, and you still sold for like a lot of money. Yeah, I had a Hulk one, and uh, it still sticks. Nine uh, Eleven happened, and this dealer who'd been pestering me for that book and wanted a deal on it, I kept telling him to piss off. And then two days after Nine Eleven, walked into my shop, and he was just like, I "Had to sell it, you know? It was Nine Eleven. Who knew what was the world was going to go? You know, I had a kid, and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. And, you know, blah 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 blah. But, but uh, you know, yeah, it's it's like anything else. You know, it, everything's for sale depending on the situation. An amazing yeah. fantasy fifteen just came up for sale. CGC graded. Stolen from his house. 2.5. <laughs> you better check. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, no, this one's I, will, a, I will hook myself before I, start sell, before I sell that book. 2.5 condition. Yeah. You can be a broke hooker. $15,000. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. $15,000 for a 2.5. And even said in the title, one owner. So somebody jokingly said, but, hey, that one over, one owner maybe should have took better care of can this. You, can and you, he was like, who would have thought it? A ten-year-old kid buying this, it yeah. would have been. Can you, can you do been. me a favor? Don't tell me shit like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> now he's thinking like this. Now thousand dollars. I know where you live. <laughs> good, because it's not there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's my, a safety deposit box. I know the code. We're good. <laughs> my, my, it's ex-wife, century. my ex-wife didn't know where the, where that was. Well, uh, good. <laughs> yeah. Keep it that way. Right. right. What comic? Right. Like what the lawyer what comic collection? Like it's a fucking re- it's a fake facsimile. Fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> I, I photocopied it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you see what there? it says there in large print marker? Eleventh printing. Nineteen ninety seven. Why does it say toy biz? In right. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why is this? Why does it say wizard on it? Man. So, do you still have a lot of your turtle books? Uh, I sold 99% of my collection over the course of time. Uh, one of the things I do have, let's see. Show and tell time. Yeah, show and tell. <laughs> show and tell. All right. Nudie magazine day. Exactly. <laughs> You're coming uh, back to the zoo penguin. <laughs> I, I sold my, my one ages ago and my two. There's a three over at World's Greatest Comics. That is mine. That's sitting in the case that's for sale. Uh, this copy of four, uh, I kept, this is signed by Eastman and Laird. Uh, this is the last convention I saw them both at. And, uh, my brother was nice enough to take me out to, uh, uh, Boston to a convention that they're at. So it was my brother and I, you know, was super groovy guy. Uh, so it's sentimental, you know, it kind of went, et cetera, et cetera. The, the, the only thing that makes me cry on that. Is that it was a dollar fifty? Yeah, I don't know, crazy. Comics to be a dollar fifty again. Now this is this is something. It's not worth a ton, but it's really kind of neat. Uh, before 
the action figures and the movies the and everything else. Uh, they. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Unclean. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. This, this is uh, Palladium uh, Games. Did uh, GURPS and a whole bunch of yes, uh, RPGs. Okay. <laughs> rolling, baby. Yeah, let's play right. a game right now. Yes. <laughs> so they, uh, the Turtles, the, some of the first licensing they got was for RPGs and uh, yeah, for like the metal miniatures cover. and stuff. Um, so they, uh, you know, they, they signed it. <laughs> you had a signed copy of the yes. fucking tabletop so, RPG. So. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a fucking um, Kevin McAllister moment. <laughs> ah! Let's get this plugged in. I and I conked it. But anyways, there you go. Um, but the neat thing about this was that a lot of the art in this that was commissioned was commissioned specifically. So if you're a Turtles fan and Turtles collector, one of the things I always tell people is this is one of the kind of like quiet collectibles that they don't realize. A lot of the stuff in here isn't anywhere else. I so say, I had it, it, I used it, yeah. I rolled it, it's been gone. But what the neatest thing is, is that also there's a, uh, a, a Turtles story that was not in the comics. So, like, in here, there is actually a original uh, Turtles uh, comic that was in with the RPG. Huh. So, yeah, it's, it's really kind of cool. So, like, all the stuff in here, like, here's some crazy, you know, space beaver monster guy that Kevin Eastman, <laughs> you know, they're just like, here, draw this and draw that. And like, did you play you this? Know? Oh, yeah. Heck what yeah. did you make? Oh, uh, God, I can't remember. I had a so rhino, long ago. a mutant rhino. I think... <laughs> If I remember I right, I think mine was like a like a, a werewolf kind of thing. I think oh. I was really stuck in my werewolf by Dude, night I told you, aspect. I, I, I started with the cartoon, so I was like, I want I want a rock steady. Like I want I want to be a mutant <laughs> right, rhino. Right. So yeah, you if might you're, consider this unprofessional. But when we're done with the show, can we talk real quick about that book? <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm you uh, you know if you're a turtles fan, that's one of those crazy things that you you really need to kind of look at. Uh, another another thing is. Uh, the first color turtles. We're showing everyone. The, oh, Grimjack. That's yeah, number four. Yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> this is a book called Grimjack, one of my favorite comic books of all time. And uh, basis of, of this, there's a place called Munden's Bar where the main character Grimjack hung out. And Sinister, the city he hung out, was at the center of all realities. So any reality would touch this area. So like anybody would come in and out of this bar. So it was this crazy gag strip where you know, anybody could be there. So the first um, color turtles strip was in the backup of this uh, Grimjack series at the Turtles in Munden's Bar. <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of craziness. I feel like we're in story time. What, what, yes. What year was that? Printed? This was. I'm just out of curiosity. Was it? I've never even heard of Grim Jack. Uh, 86. 86. I was born. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and like Tim Truman, uh, John Ostrander, after Tim Truman uh, left the book, uh, you know, they, they had a couple of different other uh, artists who were involved in it. Uh, but just an amazing series. Yeah, and it, never, it doesn't guide for anything yeah. uh, if you find them. We've got some of World's Greatest I think, Comics. I highly recommend it. I think uh, IDW printed some like yeah. a decade ago. I think yeah. that's the last time I saw they it. Did a, they did a brand new series. I actually owned some of the original art from that uh, I was able to do. 
And here's where I get to uh, pimp myself. And my uh, <laughs> okay, I do a, a comic called Rock and Roll Splendor, and in it I fight space monsters and aliens, and also I, I do some autobiographical stories and whatnot. But years ago, Nate Lovett, uh, local artist, phenomenally talented individual, did a, a some stuff in a book I did, Johnny Zombie. And in, in it, uh, something I kind of carried over is that every single Elvis impersonator all across the world is actually part of a secret spy organization. So it's kind of like if, if everyone in S.H.I.E.L.D. is an Elvis impersonator. Makes sense. And, and the scientists in, yeah. in uh, their organization are Dr. Eastman and Dr. Laird. And we even draw them so they look just like Kevin Eastman and, and Peter Laird. Uh, my... Super geek moment, uh, aside from meeting the Ramones as a kid, uh, was a number of years ago at a con where uh, I actually showed this to Kevin, and he he was, as I was getting some other stuff signed, uh, was so excited that he was showing everybody at his table and then asked me to sign it to him. Nice. So <laughs> I got awesome. to sign nice. a sign a, a you know a, that's awesome a book from me to him. And um, you know that was that was kind of baffling. Like he's like, "Will you sign it?" And I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, "Yeah, sure." You know, it's like this is great. Hey, look at this. Hey, Elvis, and this and this is great. This is great. Um, so yeah, it, it it was one of those times where you know you're just like, "Holy crap! This is is this really happening?" You know. And uh, so that was that was my my super uber geek moment when it came to that. I would have really have come. I'm just saying. (laughs) (laughs) I almost I almost did. I mean, it was. I'll sign it to you, and then you sign it and give it back. You know, (laughs) it was sadly it was the only good part of the uh, Wizard uh, Chicago Con that I had gone to. I went there as a publisher, and uh, when I showed up there after spending a shit ton of money, uh, my table wasn't on the roster. It wasn't in the map. A whole bunch of us actually weren't there. So they had to juggle and try and give us a table somewhere. They wound up sticking us in a hall that led away from the dealer room towards the gaming area where Pokemon and all this stuff was. Uh, Ironically, I was next to a porn star. (laughs) And seriously, and you know, she had this giant like poster with like pasties over her boobs and, and everything else. And, uh, you know they they weren't very accommodating. It, it, we had to have other people go to the front of the hallway and do like with our comics, trying this, to hey yeah, come see us. There's artists down this way, et cetera, yeah, et cetera. So sounds about accurate for it, wizard. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was horrible. It was a nightmare. You know, go all the way to Chicago for that. But that that point of of seeing Kevin and talking to him, I think that was probably the thing that kept my head like level because I was just like, wow, this is. That that made my day. Like I, with all the shit that was happening. Oh, absolutely. And you know, he took me behind it behind his table, and he was like, "Here, sign this." And hey, look at this. And we were talking. And then you know, I mentioned I was from New Hampshire, and mentioned uh, how I had seen them at cons when I was a kid, and where I was from in Manchester. And, and you know, here I am. People are coming up asking him, and he's like, "Give me a moment. I'm talking to my friend Keith." And I was, <laughs> like, and, uh, "We're friends." You know, you know. I mean, now he wouldn't know me from Adam, but you know, it was it. it it really, uh, it meant a lot. It was very, very, very cool. That's so, very cool. That'd be awesome. So, yeah, it was. It was amazing to say the least. So, and no, you can't have my Palladium book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't want to have it, but I will make it a, a fair and honest. <laughs> you can probably find it on eBay out. pretty reasonably. It doesn't guy very high. You, you search it out. So, 
Oh, I mean, yours is signed, right? <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Uh, yes mine yes, is, is. Is, is signed. That definitely increases the worth of the item from what I understand from geek culture. Yeah. <laughs> Considering Consider Eastman and Leonard don't really interact very much anymore. Uh, yeah. You know, there's a lot of hearsay and everything else, but uh, yeah, it's getting their signatures now. It's, it's, you know, kind of we'll, tough. We'll talk after the show. We don't have to have fighting, like, you know, like, it was on camera. Keep yeah. setting. The, the second divorce wasn't that bad. He's got to wait. Phil has to wait for the boner to die yeah, so. before he can. It's not going away, Tim. Sorry. Yeah. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Uh, well, dude, it's been a while since we've got to talk turtles. We don't, we don't do it very often, man. We should... We should just like you know say fuck it and like sort of talk turtles even off camera. I'm, I'm down. Let's we'll talk about turtles. <laughs> I'm just saying. turtles. Sea turtles. Trust me. Oh, after you watch the Oprah bit, you'll have a lot to talk. About. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I, I, I forgot that that was the catalyst of the awkwardness. <laughs> well, yeah. There's the the innuendo and then some word drops. Word and, drops. Yeah, it's, it's huh. yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested in a. Ruining my childhood real quick. Why not? <laughs> right. It's not going anywhere. It's not going. It's not going. Yeah. Well, um, does anyone else have any uh, questions for our good friend Keith Creedon? Anybody? Hi. Bueller. Bueller. Um, Bueller. 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 Hmm. Can we, can we all get together and play the, the arcade game? <laughs> I still have see it. That, yeah, or the hero clicks. I don't have hero clicks. I was gonna say I, I have, have the full set. I bought the. I bought an entire um, gravity. Feed or with the guard with the little ones. Mm. Yeah, I bought a whole box of them. So I bought the I bought the entire box. The whole box of gravity. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I got like all a bunch of foot soldiers. Um. I didn't get any chases. So I didn't get any. They actually made the chases with the black and white mm-hmm. like versions, which I thought oh, was cool. sweet. My son, your son got one. one. Yeah. 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 Of all one. people, my son got yeah. one. Yeah. But he doesn't yeah. care. And yeah, I was like, here, you don't want that. He's like, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah, I got all the you know every turtle, and then I got all the foot soldiers had like the different like. Weapons. So they have like a scythe one. They had um Daibo one. They had a Nunchaku one. Those um, got the, yeah, they, they the came out with uh, the actual band. Yeah. The, um, the only the only merch I have right now, like in my family, I've got all four of the turtles. Yeah, I've got mine out of the box though. Oh. Um, and then I've got it next to the uh, next to the turtle car that has the entire uh, DVD set of the yeah. original eighties. So Is that what the Neko? Have you seen the Neko ones that look like the classic turtles? It looks just like the original um, first run Mirage stuff. Yeah, they're they were like exclusive. pricey. Is yeah. yeah, they're pricey as all get out, but they were. I, I, really yeah. cool. I think they were a con exclusive. Yeah, they're no, they're they're they've done statues of, but there's action figures. Oh okay. yeah, because I was gonna say yeah. uh, a friend of ours so, has the statues where they're yeah. standing on nah. like a brick. Road and they all interlock. They, so you yeah, buy each individual one and interlock them. Yeah, I have all the fun co pops. That's what I was pointing out over there. Yeah. I have um, all four turtles. I have Shredder, Splinter, and Casey Jones. <laughs> but do you? But do you have the uh, uh, WWE Macho Man Randy Savage Michelangelo? I want. I. I do you know what I'm talking about? They uh, yeah, they did. I think Rafael, Undertaker was Raphael, or Raphael yeah. was Undertaker. Yeah, and I, well, I mean, I'm a Macho Man fan, so I have, oh, I, yeah, have I, the, I have the Mikey one, even yeah, though it's not yeah, necessarily I, my favorite yeah. turtle. But I Mach is Mach. So right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I don't have those. No. Yeah. They yeah, had no limit yeah, with this yeah, license, and uh, they were like, just make it. I was wearing a Macho Man T-shirt yesterday. I'll have to look for those now. Yeah. They did. Like, there's two lines. I know. Like Raphael was Sting and 
one, I think. I forget <laughs> all the different ones, but yeah. Turtles and WWE sold. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Uh, like Leonardo or Donatello was Ultimate Warrior. Yes. <laughs> they haven't done a, if they did if they did Michelangelo as Ric Flair. I would, I would fight people for that. Well, I was thinking Michelangelo as... <laughs> they, did, um, they did Leonardo as John Cena. As Mankind. I think Michelangelo as Mankind would be I don't know. Fun. I'm trying to... Because they did... They, they've only done two, you know... Right. Two, two sets of four, and I can't... Because Mankind as Michelangelo would be kind of a fun... I mean, that would be X-Pac. kind of funny. Right? X-Pac. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Super Shredder can be fucking Triple H. It's, it's already Kevin Nash. Yeah. Dorks. <laughs> it's already <that's> true. <laughs> Man, no... But again, I mean, nobody else has anything. I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. I mean, it's no been problem. glad to babble you're, and you know, et cetera, you're our only et repeat guest, I believe. <laughs> Thank you for I'll coming be back. There's plenty of other stuff to babble about. So. Oh, yeah. We'll always babble turtles and any, anything oh, yeah. else we can get into. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm Amazon Ninja Turtles WWE. <laughs> <laughs> so. Because yeah, well, I, I, artist, artist wrestling league is the thing you got to look up next. Yeah, yeah trust me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, we heard your Steer story. Steer the view. We'll, we'll so definitely Phil, you give you this. So oh, did I? Keith talked about when he walked in. Artist wrestling league. Yeah, my guitar player Jordan. He's part of this thing called the Artist Wrestling League, and it's take wrestling. You know, you get characters, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. His character is Stu the View. He's uh, he's not a wrestler. He's a commentator. <laughs> but um, like literally, they go in a ring and they like paint. Like they do, they literally legitimately paint, and they like choose a topic like, you know, Universal Monsters. So you get these two guys in a ring, but while they're trying to paint, people are coming in and trying to like flying elbow them and knock them out and (laughs) take them out while they're trying to paint these pictures, I guess. And, you know, they do promo bits, and it's, yeah, it's called the Artist Wrestling League. It's a thing. Yeah, I guess it's been really building and building over uh, the past like year or two. I mean, and, uh, I, love, I love wrestling. So, so uh, does your so mom yeah, my, Lisa like Poontang Park? Yeah, my, <laughs> that, was, yeah. that was aggressive, yeah. Rocky Maivia. Yeah. So I'm well, hoping that uh, Joey Seventy Four, the band I'm in with Jordan, we we might uh, like you know play like an opening to it and uh, and be a part of it. But uh, I've seen some video of it, and uh, you know. You want know, to talk ultimate dorkdom from turtles to wrestling? Hey, uh, yeah, the artist wrestling too. league. There you go, Jordan Ben Urgle. Uh, I'm giving I, you guys the shout out. So there you go. I think we have a podcast about it. I think we talk geek stuff. Yeah. In fact, I if you guys, if you want, maybe I'll talk to Jordan Ben. You, want, you guys look it up if you guys want to do a podcast oh, about about wrestling and then the artist wrestling league. Can I can we, maybe can get we those go to guys the show on and like live stream it. <laughs> the, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk rank, to Jordan. The Ranklin up in Franklinton. <laughs> Fucking in. This might be your no. This might be a reason for me to come to town. And there we go. Both live stream from the show. Yeah, fuck yeah, we'll make it happen. Uh, so, Keith, uh, before we end up for the night, uh, plug, 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 plug yourself, plug, go. Plug, yeah, plug myself? Yeah, you yeah, no, don't, not, not in that. <laughs> I was going to say, for all y'all, I don't want to hey, show you up. We pulled on, goodbye. I got to leave. Right, long, we paid good money for this show. Right. Uh, well, uh, my band, Joey74, which is uh, primarily do Ramones covers and, and whatnot, we're going to be playing in Indianapolis for uh, Joey Ramone uh, Bash. Uh, so if you you kind of look up that stuff, world's greatest comics, you can always find me there. That's where I work. Uh, so you can give you stuff. Uh, the next issue of Rock and Roll Splendor uh, will be out within about a month and a half. Uh, 
Uh, so that's another another big thing coming through there. And also in uh, August, the second Songs for Sarah Autism Benefit Show. It's going to be happening at Kings Avenue 5. Uh, keep your eyes peeled for that, for the announcement of all the other bands. We just had a huge benefit show mm-hmm. uh, last week, which was uh, amazing. Um, so yeah, between rock and roll and comic books and hanging out with this crazy guy and talking to you crazy <laughs> folks and everything else, uh, it's, it's definitely a, a busy life. But uh, you know, keep your eyes peeled. I'll be out there, uh, you know, stinking up the works with a whole bunch of nonsense that you know I'll be begging you money for. So, hey, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I thought you're clapping. You're making it rain. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why did yeah, you make yeah. a noise when you were making it's it rain, bad. Tim? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't make a tap noise when you make Wait, it rain. You do, the I same, do. You, do, you do the same. As, you do both same time with the money, like on. My wad of cash is too thick, son. It just sounds like feathers falling from the sky, the little snowflakes of twenties. <laughs> feathers make a sound. Thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in, the hateful geeks. Uh, I'm Phil, one of your many hosts. This is Sweeney. I'm Andy, and this is Tim. And with us again this week was Keith Creed and say bye. Thanks to for nice having. Thank these people. Cheers and a half show. Go, go play in Turtle some mutant slime. Yeah, yeah. Gonna... <laughs> go play in some mutant slime. Very cool. See ya. And, and scenes. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. Boo.